3: In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it!
0: And with a quick turn, skipper Alex stocks slams it in. There's Lindegaard
4: making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it! He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh,
0: Six minutes gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Troy
2: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glover's Cast. I do apologise if I'm sl- sounding slightly upbeat because um, we're probably not all feeling massively upbeat about uh, things in Yeovil Town World at the moment. But here for our twice-weekly counselling session, Ben Barrett.
5: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, one and all.
2: And Ian Perkins.
3: Hello. How are we
2: doing? Hello. Oh, oh ian i've never been more pleased to see you guys i tell you we've <laughs> had we've had we've had uh, like chat counseling haven't we it's almost like the uh, online method of counseling with each other but now we get to shout at each other audibly and uh and on camera as well so what could be better than that
3: i'll tell you what it was quite therapeutic watching the maidenhead game and just being able to type out my thoughts as they came <laughs> in, <laughs> into a live blog <laughs>
2: I did enjoy the use of gifts on your live blog that, as well. Yeah,
3: I enjoyed searching for gifts as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I can't remember. There, was, there, were, there were a few in particular that was, oh, was it, it was the, uh, the guy from, um, oh, what is it? No touching. He was doing no touching, no uh, touching. Arrested
3: Development, yeah.
2: <laughs> there, arrested <laughs> Development, that was it. That was my, that, that, was, that did make me lol, I think, that one.
3: Yes, I got uh, a lol. Ben, did lol. It, anything make you lol this week?
5: Oh, a lot's made me lol. <laughs> I have loled. Yeah. There has right. been lullage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you, lul- you want
3: to share any lols? No. Can we stop no. saying it?
5: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh should we talk maidenhead?
2: Nope. No, uh, no? Okay. Someone. Someone I feel like someone's taking my maiden head, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> exactly. Where's your maiden head at? Well, exactly. Where's your Maidenhead head at? Um, yeah.
3: Well, at least it you wasn't real nil. Take-
2: it wasn't nil-nil you're absolutely right yeah yeah um
3: but we don't like playing them do we we don't like playing them
2: no i think a two-all draw a one-all draw i saw a one-all draw there last season yeah and we've had nil-nil draws for everything else i know we lost to them didn't we in our first season if i remember rightly at home yeah not good not good yeah um Mark Cooper saying today that it was uh, they were a team, we tried to fight and scrap with a team that's used to, and presumably far better, at fighting and scrapping than we are. Do you think that's fair? Was it fighting and scrapping our problem?
3: I think it was passing and shooting.
2: <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> a couple of fundamentals in the game
5: of football, I suppose. Kicking and running was the main issue, I think,
3: lack thereof. Should we... Should we t- Start from the start and talk about the lineup. I think when I saw it, I thought, "Well, hey, hey. Same, same as the same as the weekend, same sort of shape." But it wasn't. No, and once again, we were left with wing backs and the despair of wing backs. We but do I don't. We, back, don't we? I. I it's gonna. It, we're we're getting. I'm getting a bit of a complex about wing backs now. It just feels like we're it's destined to not work for us as a team. Um, which is funny because the second half against Maidstone, it absolutely did work for us, but the, the first half was just so, 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 so bad. Um, obviously, we changed it at half time, but did, did, were you hoping for a bit of, um, stability and same again, please, Greens?
5: I was hoping for a bit of extra attacking. Hmm. I
3: was
5: hoping for an extra, probably take out the defensive holding midfielder. You haven't got Ruben Rodriguez to worry about. Mm-hmm. So take out that role and stick an extra attacker on. So what we had on the bench was an attacker. So it gave you a spare defender should you need one as well. Yeah, I was a bit, a little bit deflated when I saw that. Just felt like, just to, we, we had to, he had to. He had to try and bounce back off that good performance, but a 4-1 spanking and, and capitalize and try and make something happen. And, oh, it was flat, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it just we just didn't... No,
3: awful. We just weren't... It didn't feel... Again, it's that thing where we knock it around at the back when we've got back three and we just don't get through the midfield. And Maidenhead were quite comfortable on the ball and the amount of corners. And I think it felt like you knew if they were going to get if they were going to get something and score that opening goal, it sort of felt like it was going to come from a corner because there were a few few into the box where we were sort of last-ditch defending and not totally in control of what we were doing to get rid of the ball.
2: And they obviously have played to that, don't they? They play to the big, they've got sort of big physical centre-forwards, haven't they? So that that was obviously their game plan, and it seemed like we were playing their game a little bit. Um, but like say, I, I I mean, I am obviously the least tactically astute out of the three of us, but it seemed like our defence was rocking um, every time they went forward. And you're thinking this is a team that's in the lower half of the lower half. And... Um,
5: I mean, certainly. Yeah. So
2: we. Well, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but but exactly. But they're not... They're, they're, the thing is, they're not Ruben Rodriguez or yeah. um, Lang yeah. Langstaff, are they? If those players make you rock around, then you can kind of understand it, but you think we should be at least able to match, match some blow for blow. I'll
3: I tell you what I was surprised about. I was surprised to see Jamie Record at left wing back after he played centre back mm. at the weekend. It just felt like, oh, he stepped in there nicely and done a good job. If you're going to go with wing backs, let's let Ryan Law do that. But um yeah.
5: yeah it left us with a back three that I don't think we'd played before. Mm. You know, there's no Bevan, there's no Hunt, there's no Richards, Everton, three sort of players that have been in and out and been mainstays of that defence. Staunton was suddenly central marshalling with Williams on side and then Law the other when even just a few days prior, it had been Jamie Record trying to put together some sort of partnership. It just felt like we didn't have the centre-backs to try and play three of them
3: yeah and I guess obviously the mitigating factor in all of this is fitness availability who could do what for what amount of time and I think when you look at asking Lawson Diath to play Saturday Tuesday and you know this coming Saturday again you've got a player there who's played less than half of our games since he rejoined the club like it's
2: you're he up. was saying afterwards, wasn't he, that he was feeling as good or as, as as he had done for a long time and injury wise, he um yeah, he was he, he was feeling good. I thought Josh Staunton looked a bit um well, I mean, he's being held together by hope, isn't he? I think at the moment. <laughs> um
3: by the Pope. <laughs>
2: By the Pope, no, no, not getting oh. <laughs> you, you can't talk about that anymore, no. It's, uh, that's the that's the past. Um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> hope, hope, with an H. Why can't, he
3: we together. Talk, why can't we talk about the Pope?
2: It, well, because he's, isn't he? Anyway, yeah, I'm not getting into religion. It's not,
3: okay. this,
2: isn't the, this isn't the time for religion. He's held together, I'm, I'm,
3: by, I'm, he's held together by Errol Pope.
2: Errol <laughs> exactly, yeah. Blimey. Whatever happened to no, let's not ask about what happened to him either. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like when Mark um, Cooper talks about it would be lovely to have five or six people that we could bring in and take five or six people out, I just feel for Josh Daunton sometimes because you can tell that he wants to be that person who's always there. And, and you know, don't, don't get me wrong, more often than not he is, but I just worry that he's going to break himself. I'm worried about you, Josh. That's what it is.
3: You know when Mark Cooper says some players don't know if they're injured or they're not? Yeah, I think Josh Storn knows he's injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
2: he doesn't. Yeah,
3: he's got a right knee completely taped up in that black, obvious yeah. tape.
5: He knows, <laughs> he knows he's struggling. And I think the return of Owen Bevan uh, can't come soon enough alongside Max Hunt and Hopefully, there can be a point at some point in the near future where where Storn can come out and have a couple of games off. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't think he had his his absolute best game by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think Matt Worthington did either. I saw a lot of um, good intent from Matt Worthington. But every time he tried to get something going, the pass around the corner didn't work. The ball bounced off him more goodly. I think, I, think, I think it was just one of them where the ball would not land where anyone intended it to be, whether that was accidental or, or just through lack of sort of anything, really. It was just...
3: I mean, they're every... quite, they were quite clearly knackered
5: from, oh yeah.
3: from yeah, Notts yeah, County still and, and the manager said it and even straight after Notts County he said we've expended a lot of energy here and got nothing for it and sort of teed it up in a way but I think let, let's talk about that first goal because we haven't really conceded goals like that massively this season We we there was a, a couple against um, Chesterfield I think wasn't it that were sloppy but on the whole we've been really good at keeping out those set pieces but it was such a poor delivery in and we just didn't handle it well at all and I think the goal was sort of just a bundled in off a body part and in behind them yeah
5: yeah um strange wasn't it the fact that it went in off his hip the ball the trajectory of the ball was quite low Mm. like you've got people straining their necks to try and clear it out it's traveled at a nice height to stick a leg up or to try and get something away and clear it out so yeah, strange, strange goal to concede. Um, Again, a player given a bit too much space. The ball was allowed to hit him as much as anything else. Um And uh, so frustrating, not to say it, but when you, when you need that to go well, and we kind of, look, we hadn't had a good half, not by any stretch of imagination. It was so dull, but there was an element of go in a half-time nil-nil, and you can regroup and you can do something about it. To go in one nil down five minutes before the break, ugh, it's an absolute yeah. sickener.
3: Especially when you know goals are such a premium for us yeah. to have to come from behind. And obviously the manager, you know, identified that something needed to change and change a setup and took out. It was record came out, wasn't it, for Oliver Borey. And it's sort of picked up in the first. <laughs> Five or ten minutes of the second half, did not it? What was your take of when we came out at half time, Dave?
2: Um I think well, listening to the commentators as well, they clearly saw Oliver Bore as a, as a change, didn't they? And they, they seemed a little bit concerned about him because when he got on the ball, he did what he does, doesn't he? And he he looked he looked threatening and he looked like he could he could do something and provide that bit of spark, that bit of uh, you know, verve that we that we were missing up front. So I had a little bit of hope, but then like you say, that kind of quickly petered out, didn't it? And we that I think as like Mark Cooper said today, they they kind of made it difficult for us, and we just didn't seem to have the the answers. Even I mean, Oliver Bore is probably one of a handful of players that we has have that has that little bit of stardust. And um, I mean, Maguire drew obviously came on. He's another one that's got a bit of um, a bit of that as well. But he never really felt like they were taken again by the by the scruff of the neck, like Oliver Bore did when he came on against Knox County the weekend before. And listening to the manager talk about expending energy, like you said, it's um it, it felt a bit like that, didn't it? Like they were they they they, they were going to make it difficult for us and we just didn't have the energy to get past their difficult makingness.
3: <laughs> Whatever that funny.
2: means. Yeah. <laughs> I just write that down in my new dictionary. Yeah.
3: Uh, just a little sidebar, uh, side quest. What did you think of the uh, Maidenhead commentary?
2: <laughs> I, and I I think Don Gibson messaged, uh, tweeted within about five minutes why is there a five-year-old on the commentary? <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't uh, ever judge uh, anybody based purely on their age. Um, and maybe they've got a bit of a rapport with the, with the other um, commentator, but, yeah bless him that's probably
3: what I thought. <laughs> there was a couple of squeals and a couple of like yeah. shouts when well, to
2: be fair there are squeals and shouts when you're on commentary as well so but it's
3: mostly sighs and moans
2: <laughs> yeah, <that's> true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the occasional roar <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: very occasional
2: yeah,
3: yeah. If, I'm, if i'm if i'm invited back next season i'd like to do a lot more roaring yeah if you're
2: invited back next season
3: yeah <laughs>
5: I listened in silence, but you won't find me saying a bad thing about the co-commentator three days out from having to do it myself. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: you got I th- any?
5: Uh... I think he did really well, and I didn't listen.
2: No, planning any squeals, Bed, This this I'd, weekend? I'd like
3: at least three squeals.
2: <laughs> at least three. Wow. Okay. Each, gonna be an one evening. for each
3: punch from Mark Cooper.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I've got a train to catch afterwards. I can't. I can't do the post-match <laughs> is, yeah. bo- is that
3: boxing gloves behind you? Yeah. The eye of the tiger. Um. So yeah, the rest of that second half, it, it felt like it felt like we had a lot of the ball, but then. Is it? I I thought we we sort of went around. We did the whole horseshoe thing, came back, and then towards the end latter stages of that second half, it was like our maiden header on the break now. Made an header on the break now. Made an header on the break now. Oh, there was there was one, I think it was Reece Smith who scored the goal. Before he scores that goal, at one point he picks it up on the edge of his eighteen yard box and runs the entire length of the pitch and gets a corner. Um and I think at one point the commentators did say, Jovel yeah, are quite good on the ball, but they just need that cutting edge. And it's like <laughs> Yep. Yeah.
2: Welcome to our world, mate. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um yeah i i I certainly think that we never looked like scoring uh, but we had enough of the ball that if we had something we didn't get JMD on the ball, did we really? no, I don't remember him really picking it up and making anything happen um and then the the way the second goal goes in is just yeah. such a ugh it was the break, us being stretched. Not being able to get enough on it and Ryan Law, who I think I thought Law had a decent game again.
2: He, uh, I mean, like we've already discussed the first half, there wasn't many of them that were very good. I thought he looked a bit exposed on a couple of occasions in the first half, but yeah, I, I would imagine. Well, I'm played in League Two, isn't he? But um, Maidenhead, have a there's probably not too many teams he will come up against that are like that. That sort of because they were pretty. Physical and direct, weren't they?
3: <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were. But I'm just, <laughs> what are you, what are you expecting to play against every
2: week? Well, like <laughs> it, it, you get these, t- these, these, these um, maybe less so Plymouth, I suppose, but uh, under twenty threes and whatever they they play against each other, don't they? So it's um, it's not like they're going to play yeah. some bruising centre forward. Not well, I mean, not necessarily bruising, but it's certainly. Physical, I'd, I'd imagine you have to. That's why they put these players in the lower leagues, don't they? Because,
3: well, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. 10 but... bells out of them. Yeah. Or how um... many bells you want to kick out? <laughs> how many bells does the average Plymouth Argyle only have?
5: One's a manager.
3: Hey!
2: <laughs> ding Ding, ding,
3: ding, ding. Where were we? Yeah, so that goal. Not really in control of a clearance, and no one near Smith, and just smashes it past Smith.
2: What mm. <sighs> my he could do either is there I mean, no. he he made he made a few, didn't he? But um yeah, two decent save. But there wasn't there wasn't a great deal he could have done about either of those goals. I don't think.
3: And the the worry was certainly in the immediate aftermath for me. It was like we are conceding goals that we've not conceded because, well, not that we really played with much. We didn't show much attacking, many attacking actions in that game. So it wasn't like we were going for it and leaving ourselves exposed, but we were easily exposed. And I think that's, you know, when you look at tired legs, lack of depth, that's what starts happening. And what were your thoughts on the final whistle, Beb? Thank God that's over.
2: <laughs> I was going to say it's the best thing I've heard all night—the <laughs> final whistle.
5: <laughs> How exactly does one go about getting his nine pound fifty back?
3: You um, don't, actually, Ben. You don't. Oh, I uh, after when did we when we went to play Barnet, however yeah. many months ago, finally had a message this week saying we aren't going to be refunding for postponed matches, but we'll put a credit on your account.
2: I'll oh, see so you get it for the next one. Uh, I
3: tried to get it for Tuesday, but the, they didn't reply till Thursday. That's fine. yeah, efficient. Um.
5: Oh, the final whistle. There was there was anger.
3: There was there was there was quite a lot of being crossed. There's capital letters in the group chat. There was yeah. words
5: yeah. words that we shan't repeat. Um, I just wanted wanted us to go back to a bit of simplicity because the one time we actually tested the keeper was from a set piece, a really good Jordan young free kick. Um, but every time we got anywhere near, I always felt their goalie had an error in him. Mm. Like he came out flapping a couple of set pieces um, that save actually from Jordan young. He looks like, he looks like, you know, when someone who isn't a goalkeeper has to go in goal for the final 10 minutes of a, of a game or, uh, when the guy who doesn't really like going and go up five aside has to go and go and tries to dive on top of a ball <laughs> rather than push it away. He, like, belly flops the ground to save that free kick. It's a good <laughs> save. I mean, it achieves what it's needed to achieve. But I was the whole time thinking, someone just test his keeper. He is absolute Lucas Slappy Hansky. And I just like, someone's <laughs> got to give him a go at getting, you know, give him something to worry about and then chase it down. And we just never did there was one in the first half where um matt willington had a shot blocked um and i felt like that might have been a chance to get a bit of a, a, a sort of a bit of pressure on the keeper but other than that i don't recall him having to do anything particularly strenuous that made him look like an actual goalkeeper
2: no a tall,
3: tall man in between two posts
2: yeah yeah basically which is yeah. probably the dictionary definition of a goalkeeper isn't it <laughs> i would think they're not always tall are they i suppose but more often than not okay yeah,
3: yeah. Dave, um, what were you thinking
2: what at the final whistle
3: well yeah or as the <clears> game wore on i guess what i'm trying to get at is i was thinking oh shit Oh, yeah. well, no.
2: Trying not to say the words Yeah, no, I mean I think you you, I put it at the end of my match report You put it in your live blog and in your conclusion I thought, we're banging trouble here Yeah, And I, I, I honestly Before that performance I thought to myself, we'll be fine We'll be fine, but I thought we'll be fine In the more the There are four worse teams than us in this division I believe, um, and yeah. I still Kind of believe that but I'm increasingly losing my uh, my commitment to that 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 cause. But the one thing that gives me hope, I, I I keep going back to that performance at Dagenham, in particular in the first half, and what that was. And that to me, I mean, i obviously only seen bits and pieces of of Mark Cooper, but that to me showed me what we we could be, particularly in an attacking sense. And that was um, who was that? That was Jack Clark, Jordan McGuire, Drew, and um. Uh, Jordan Young up front, but lots of little, you know, balls around and intricate passes and threading the ball through and causing them problems. Was looking solid up front, worthy bombing forward. Um, Diaz looking composed in the middle. That to me was that's what we could be. Um, and I keep thinking back to that because Dagenham are, you know, not, I know they they they've hit sort of stony ground recently, but. They're not a bad side. They've got some very good players. Still, a Paul McCallum came on at, uh, in that game. So, that, I kept um, praying and thinking back to that one. But now, yeah. And I mean, the manager said today, it's one bad game, but blimey, me, what a bad game. <laughs> I mean, I've sad. slept on it now, haven't we? We slept on it a couple of times. So, it had me thinking it. of Oldham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. i really thinking is. of, yeah, Brumley as well. That was another one that's a bit like that.
5: Um, Wednesday was a write-off. Like that's that's when you know a performance was bad. When the day after is an absolute write-off. I had ambitions to be productive. I had emails to send. I had plans to sort out. I had things to do. I needed to to go get Mother's Day cards. Didn't do any of it. None of it. But yeah, when's Mother's Day? Uh, not for like ages yet, but i kind of earmarked it. Of like, I know I'm going past somewhere where I can get sure. some and get that sorted. Um ugh. Plays with your head. Yeah. Plays with your head, honestly. It, it writes off an entire day. That's not that's not right. <laughs> it shouldn't mess with your head.
3: And, like, and when you get messages through the day saying, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm nothing, I'm at work. I'm
5: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> buying Mother's Day cards, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um uh, yeah, I know what you mean. And I think obviously off the back of I think the the feeling the following day, probably the post match interview yeah. makes is a big part of that. So that in combination with the um the performance and the result with Mark Cooper saying, Well, if Martin Stars and Stuart Roman's here the club would have folded ages ago. Like <laughs> It's pretty clear what he's saying. Yeah. He's
2: um, not saying it. And he didn't yeah. say it again today, did he? No, we said the same thing those lines. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. Some, and and unfortunately some people actually need it said.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> well I don't know. I think I think there's some mind, people but... that even if it was said they'd they they they'd, they'd find a reason not to believe it. But yeah. there we go. But yes. Um and then you add in all the the, the fact that we're, we're about to become uh, a new suburb of Yeovil around the ground as well, and all of that, it just adds into this groundswell of negativity, doesn't it? And mm. and that uh, and and I mean, he said it today that the the players could um, that the whole situation off the pitch is we we can't give the players excuses to and and now and that they've got an excuse. And I I mean I don't blame him. If any of us were working in those conditions, it would probably mess with our heads as well. Um, so no, I don't. I I I don't. I don't blame them in that sense. Um, you know, they've got they've got a good excuse there. But yeah, it is crap on top of crap in it. I think. Can it, I it, say it crap comes, it? No, you oh, can't. I because I, I, it's fine. Um, crap squared. Crap, crap squared. That's what it is. Yeah.
5: Crap to the power of two. Um, I lost my train of thought Um, but it it boils down to like if they're worried about finances and stuff about the club's finances it's payday on Friday for them probably last Friday of the month like are they worried about whether or not they're going to get paid on Friday morning like are those types of things creeping into their heads they're seeing things like well we can't afford a physio can't afford to figure out whether or not I'm injured imagine if I am injured and I don't get paid
2: yeah and if I carry on playing when I'm injured and then this all goes tits up then mm.
5: and I do what, myself what, what, some what, real damage
2: exactly then what happens I mean yeah. yeah and and these are all young guys aren't they so um, yeah. they're not, not like they're and it's not like they're multi-millionaires you know they're not running around earning yeah. five a grand a week or anything are they so yeah they've got they've got reasons um to do it but then yeah I don't think you can give them too many excuses because they're still professional pride in it all isn't it and I'm sure they've all got that
3: most of them went for it last year, anyway, didn't they?
5: What? <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day at that yeah. place, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> not most of them, but you know what I mean. Is yeah, how many of, of them played bad. through injury last year? Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Exactly. Hopefully, the captain won't be manager by the end of the season, because that's that's the other thing. And I know he said today there were some good questions from Sai at the press conference this afternoon, and he's you know Mark Cooper said, oh, he's not a manager who will go yeah. unless Man United. Offering the job, he'll go today. Um,
2: why are they all Man United fans?
3: Everyone supports Man United, Ben. I'm at the moment, so you
2: won't be very happy about that, will
3: he? Um, yeah, so uh, him sort of you know, he's kind of reiterated his commitment, um, and actually today talked about the fact that you know, the takeover stuff is still happening in the background and obviously the pot is <laughs> the pot must be running low yeah. because why would if you were on your way why would you put any more in um even though you've had a fair chunk out of <laughs> out of uh ssdc um yeah so i think how how, <laughs> how long how long can that speeding of Sticking it out last, you know, what breaks the camel's back, what straw breaks the camel's back? I don't know what phrase I'm looking for.
2: Administration? That'd probably mm. do it, wouldn't it? I imagine. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But equally, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what options Mark Cooper's got. I don't know what option our players have got. I mean, you, you you look at our squad and you think, oh, well, there's got, you know, there's some players there that will get moves, would they though? Would you look at a team that's in the bottom? I don't know. Some of them um, weren't with us when we really um, hit the hit the skids under uh, uh, Chris Argreaves, but would they automatically get a move? Would Mark Cooper automatically walk into another job? I don't know. But you'd have to think it doesn't look great on the CVs, I imagine.
3: No, but there's a giant asterisk against... Against yeah. the football club, yeah. isn't it?
2: Exactly. Yeah, they're playing in, 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 in that situation. Mm. Yeah. And he's he's just as good as called it out, isn't he? He's he explained, yeah, what it is and what, it, what it's what he's doing to people. Ballsy, isn't it? Yeah. I quite like it. Yeah?
3: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Ballsy. And I think <laughs> yeah, it's like he's just about said enough without saying too much. To... Yeah, himself think... sacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's kept himself within the parameters. And I think that's a big that, you know, that shows he's actually is committed to the cause and he's in it. Mm. You know, he's not in it because he's getting a load of money for it. He's not in it because he's you know, the chosen one by those in charge or him in charge. It's because he wants to do it and, you know, is here for the right reasons uh yeah it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's so difficult right now it's horrible yeah <laughs> it's really horrible
2: yeah and and, and, and the thing is it's been like this for a while now, isn't it? I mean, not to this extreme, I know we're more extreme than, than we are before, but um yeah, post the covid um sort of season where and that you know, everything that went on with Lee Collins and things like that really seemed to to pull the club back together again. But since then it's been yeah, it's been never it's ending. Tough. It's been really
5: tough. I've really not I've really not enjoyed this week, lads. Really yeah. not enjoyed it. It's played on my mind a lot, more than it probably should have done. And if it played on my mind, I imagine there are plenty of other people who have far more riding on this, who have far more oh, yeah. um, horses in the race that have whose mind it has played on more yeah um
2: well i know we always talk about players and playing stuff but then there's a there's a whole team of people at that point exactly. as yeah. well um who have all got mortgages and families and all of that as well what they what, what, what they must be thinking
3: yeah yeah it's, it's awesome. amazing how much responsibility a community asset holds yeah, in the lives of the people that are attached to it, whether they're in Yeovil, Chard, Ilminster, Preston, or Leeds, or wherever yeah. you may be. Yeah, um, Hi, Alex. Um, yeah. Uh, let's. And all, all we have is, you know, our Pope for the rest of the <laughs> for the coming weeks that something's going to happen and. Something's going to go through. Obviously, Stuart Robbins is doing his interview with the BBC in the morning, um, so perhaps there'll be something coming through or some form of update on takeover, lack of takeover. <laughs> Maybe it's just to allay the concerns of the supporters, because you know, off the back of Mark Cooper's interview and that result, uh, the Glovers Trust reached out. To me, to put a poll up on the website to find out if supporters would want to do a fans forum, yeah. Um, which I think the overwhelming majority like hell yeah, yeah hell yeah asterisk zoom, um, yeah. And obviously Martin Hellier has launched his um, yeah. petition. Glovers Glovers Union, I think, think GloversUnion.co.uk. Um. um but- union is it.
2: I oh, know Glovers Union. But i beg your pardon. You're absolutely right yeah.
3: Uh for people to go and sign. Um...
2: Yeah, and he's got over 200 people signed up to that. Um, so and 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 there's some pretty pungy words on there talking about being betrayed and lack of investment and so on and so forth um, about the uh, the current the the current uh, board, I guess. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's 200. Bearing in mind that two hundred people in global Town terms is a is a tenth of your average gate, isn't it? We so, got fifteen
3: hundred last year, Dave.
2: Well, well, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, we did. Yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about the gate. I was like, I, don't, I didn't think <laughs> it got that low. But um, uh, but yeah. So he's on. Um, that's for a, a sit-in protest, isn't it? Uh, after the what's the game on the fourth? Woking Woking yeah. game is it? Yeah.
3: The return of Darren
2: yeah exactly. turn the darn soul. so um, so yeah, I think um yeah, it shows people are feeling something, doesn't it?
5: You said last week, didn't we that everyone was saying that everyone else should sort something out. Well, someone yeah. has sorted something out,
2: yeah, so absolutely. deserves certainly. a little
5: bit of credit there, and I think actually, um it would be interesting to hear if if Stuart Robbins is asked about that at the potential mm-hmm. of of something happening at the Woking game in the morning and whether or not sort of the club are getting prepared for something or whether or not they're going to try and alleviate it before it becomes an issue come final whistle of, of the Woking game, for example. So, um, yeah, interesting, but someone is trying to do something. There's a lot of very passionate thoughts here. And again, this is where, this is where the clarity needs to come from within, doesn't it? Of, okay. People are, people are, are m- motivated. People are trying to get behind something, anything. And, um, yeah, the club need to sort of do something to to alleviate some supporters in whatever whatever that may be.
3: And I think if you can get, I don't know, I can't uh, can't recall how many people have signed it so far. It's about a couple hundred people on our i have filled out the poll. Mm. If you can get two hundred people in person in a room, yeah, and go into that with a clear set of objectives and what you want to get out of it so there isn't just people screaming at each other in a room yeah um you know perhaps this is kind of a big group therapy session like we do twice a week for everyone to are you
5: saying we're just going to make
3: our zoom link uh public to the world and just have at it (laughs) to the world (laughs) uh yeah so there's um Yeah, uh, until we know the full like picture of what people are planning and what they're doing, I'm sure we'll be told, and we can put it on on the website. Um, Yeah, Uh, is that enough on Maidenhead? God, it's way
2: too much about Maidenhead. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
3: there's a lot there, isn't there? Um, Yeah, we got a game at the weekend.
2: We We do, and
3: um,
5: I spoke to a York fan. And I want Yeovil fans to do me a favour when they're listening to this little chat with my colleague, Tim, just close your eyes and try and figure out whether or not Tim's talking about York or Yeovil as he goes through and explains the different aspects of what's going on at the LNER stadium in York. It's quite weird. Time now on the Glovers Cast to have a little look ahead to some actual football which threatens to break out in amongst this crazy week at Hewish Park. And as we like to do, we like to get an away supporter to chat about their team. And I just so happen to work with one. So I've called in a favour at work and I'm delighted to welcome
4: making this Glovers Cast debut, York City fan Tim Mercer. Tim, how are you, sir? Hi Ben, very well, thank you very much. Glad to be here. <laughs> this is nice in a little studio at work, isn't it? Taking it a is. few minutes. Yeah, it is nice, getting paid for what we uh, like to do. <laughs> yeah, n- nobody tell the bosses. Um York City, it's been it's been a season. For your team and for mine, highs of promotion last season, but it's been been up and down since then, hasn't it? I wish it was only a season. <laughs> I genuinely do. We call it we we say at York City we're in the banter period at the moment. Right, it's banter yeah. football. Yeah, it started during COVID and it's gone on and on, and we're still in. We're still feeling the uh, the benefits <laughs> of it now, as it were. During COVID, I don't know if you know the story or how much you want, but during COVID we were top of the league, but clear by two points. Yeah. On the same number of games as Kings Lynn. Course, our game was on the yes. Tuesday. Their game was on the Wednesday. We played our game on the Tuesday. We lost. They didn't play their game on the Wednesday. It was called off. They, were, they We were two points ahead. They had a game in hand. They were given the league by one of a point. I recall this, yes. <laughs> so, continuing the banter thread, we petitioned to have two promoted that season because yes. they were only going to promote one. It went through... Well, basically, it was mentioned in Parliament by the MP of, for York... The the National League said, OK, we'll do that. We played it. We played the first leg of the uh, playoffs against Altrane. We lost (laughs) 1-0. And that (laughs) was the start of it. Yeah, all that effort. (laughs) And that was the start of it. There was a massive promote two-mile campaign, and that was it. And, uh, yeah, so there we go. That was the start of it. Then after that, getting on to this season. So, we had, halfway through last season, we were just below the playoffs. We were doing okay, but yep. we weren't doing as well as we thought. Steve Watson was in charge. Yep. The chairman at the time was Jason McGill. He'd been the chairman of 10 years. He'd fallen out with the fan base. Uh, he'd moved us to a new stadium, which was fantastic. He got rid of Steve Watson and he brought in... Uh, John Askey. John Askey, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, <laughs> legend. Yeah. And John Askey then proceeded to take us up through the playoffs with, with no problem at all. We got into the playoffs, and then through a series of results, which were unlikely, we had a home draw in every game. Yep. And with 7,500 in the new stadium, we yeah, sort yeah. of intimidated teams into getting through. We got promoted. We were doing really well. National League this season, John Askey in charge. Chairman changes at the, in the summer. We get Glenn Henderson in. Everything's fantastic. We're all going really well. We're four points below the playoffs. Yep,
5: started really well. Fantastic.
4: Started yep. much better than anybody anticipated because everybody says it's just a consolidation season, and um, the chairman and the manager fall out. The manager gets sacked, and we don't have any managers.
5: <laughs> Chaos ensues. <and> <laughs> yeah,
4: we get um, a guy in who's never been a manager. David Webb, never been a manager before, but he is. In his in his defence, he's fantastic recruitment. He mm. does. He works with youth. Okay. And our chairman is all about youth. That's what he fell out with, with the manager about. John Askey yep. wasn't playing enough youth team players for the chairman. The chairman, who's come from a youth background, he, he developed youth football in America. Okay. Right. He wanted more youth in the squad. John Askey was all for, I'd rather we got promoted, thank you. <laughs> Let's okay. play the best players we've got. Yep. So we got... New the new manager in Dave Webb, never been a manager before, but he'd been he was fantastic at recruitment at Bournemouth and Tottenham, he'd done great. Yep. Um brought us in our best player, who we'll get on to later when we talk about goal scorers. Yeah. But didn't win any games, basically. Lasted forty four days, got sacked. Ah. We brought in an interim manager who is Michael Morton, who's he, he's a local lad, supports York City, was at Tacastralbion. And he's doing an interim job. And he's 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 still in the role. Isn't he's he? still in the role. He has brought in a guy over the weekend, um, who I'm not sure who he is, to be honest with you.
5: <laughs> as 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 a part of the coaching, Tony
4: team. McMahon, as a short term coaching has come to help him. A apparently, apparently he's been in an academy at Borough and Darlow, a former Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's played in the Premier League for Chef United. Yes. Um, and he's been at the, the Academy for Borough and Darlow, and he was first team coach at Scunny, apparently. I didn't know that, but that's... that's what, uh, he's coming to help out, he, he, and in fairness, you could see last night that we'd improved. We've got the players. Under Webb, we didn't have any clue. He'd obviously not been a manager before. He just did what I would do if I was a manager. He picked the 11th best, best players and stuck the 11 best players on the pitch. And if that was seven strikers, so what? There are 11 best players. <laughs> but tactically wasn't quite... No tactics at all. The players didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. So questionable ownership to start the season and a manager who is tactically
5: inept. Ed- any Yeovil fans seeing any similarities here whatsoever? It's got better now. Well, let's hope ours starts to get better as well. Okay, no, no, so... it's got
4: better in the sense of it's got worse. Okay. Just to, just to mention that, our chairman is now selling the club. So he's... you know, He got... He fell out with the fan base yep. because he wanted more youth in the team, and he sacked our best manager. Yep. So he then, in a in a moment on Twitter, when he later said he was ill, when he posted the Twitter post, okay, and tried to retract it, he offered to sell his shares in the club and get out of the club. He owns fifty one percent of the shares. Yep. The supporters trust own forty nine percent. Okay. The supporters trust answered yes, we'll buy your shares and set in motion a legal buying up of his shares which became which then became binding. So he has to sell because he said he would. And they and he answered there, he replied to them saying they would buy it. They don't have the money to buy. He doesn't want to sell. So at the moment the supporters trust are raising money to buy the club, the 51% shares from Glenn Henderson. And what they're going to do is buy the shares, the 51% shares from him and immediately sell them on to a new owner. We have six owners who are going through Due diligence at the moment, owners and directors who will, will not be revealed to us. We don't know who they are, but apparently, there's six different offers, and so we're waiting for that. So at the moment, we've got a chairman who knows he's not chairman anymore, Yep. a supporters trust who don't own the club, and we're waiting for our new mystery buyers, which will be due diligence has to be done by something like the 15th of April, I believe it is. Okay. This is the parallels are on un, un, uh, just uncanny owner who doesn't want to be there, Yep. mystery benefactors waiting in the wings.
5: Yep. Supporters trust trying to get involved. I've seen this before, Yeovil fans. I've seen this before. Let's let's actually get onto to the pitch. Five defeats in a row, but that run came to an end on Tuesday night with a one-all draw.
4: Please tell me you haven't turned the form guide around. Uh, we may have. We looked solid on... on not Tuesday what, that's night. Not what I wanted we, to. we weren't fantastic, and I, and we discussed off air. But as I was saying to you, the ball was in the air more than it was on the ground on Tuesday night from both sides. Yep. Boram Wood didn't look a great team, yeah, and and we weren't great. But the best thing I can say about us is we were fairly solid at the back. Our forwards looked terrible; they couldn't hold the ball up. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Are you but, sure but, you're not talking about Yeovil this whole time? Like, Are you sure we're not having the same conversation here? Well, uh, getting onto our game against Yeovil, it's going to be you know one nil nil 0 isn't it? Because yeah. There's no strikers involved. Our best striker, Shaqay Ford, he's on loan to us from Watford youth team. He's got five goals in four games, but he's currently either ill or injured. He's, he's. There's yeah. a bit of debate okay. about it, and he may be back on Saturday. Or he may not be. We don't, we don't get kept that well in the loop. I'm afraid. Right, okay. Um, but if he is, he's the one to watch out for. He's the guy to. So who's so who who scored the goal for you on Tuesday night? Because he's got a couple in a row now, hasn't he? He has, but he's not a striker. Crooks. Yeah, he's a, he's he's basically. Defensive midfield player. <laughs> he just happened to have two tap-ins two nights running, two two games. Okay, running. okay, okay. And uh, what Come about uh, the shop? Yeah, Linnell's, Linnell's a great player. The only thing I would say about Linnell, which is very strange, he doesn't score at home. Oh, he's got 14, 16 goals or something like that for us in about forty odd appearances, and I think he's got once at home in a, a league game. Oh, well, that's fine. You know, so he doesn't he doesn't get many at home. <laughs> Duku as well. We have Manny Duku up front, d- Dutch guy. He's he's great. He'll give you effort all day, runs with the ball. But he's one of these people who you put the ball at his feet, he'll get past ten players and run with it, and then run off the edge of the pitch because he's not quite sure what to do with it when <laughs> he when, when he gets there. Scared when he sees the white yeah. line of the 18-yard yeah. box. Uh, Tuesday night he was our best defender from set pieces and the long throws that Boreham Wood were doing. He was solid. At, you know, he he was coming back for them to defend, and he was solid. His headers were fantastic.
5: Are you going on Saturday?
4: I am indeed, yeah. So
5: am I. Um, what do we think then? You've already alluded to it, low on the goals. You, are, are you backing your side to scrape a 1-0 here?
4: Yeah, we don't score many. You, you don't score many, but we don't. We won't be letting many in, I don't think, on Saturday. I think 1-0, 0-0. If anyone's listening to this who hasn't decided whether or not they're going, they're not going to buy a ticket off the back of our uh, uh, a game assumptions, don't, are we? No, I, I don't think it would be the most, um well, should we say? The best football in the world, but I think it'll be exciting. It, it 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 is a big game. I mean, it, I, I'm loath to use the words like six pointers in end of February, but it feels like it's pretty much getting there. I would say it's more important to us than to you because most of the teams below us, such as yourselves, Dorking, they've they've got te- they've got games in hand over us. Um, you've got two games in hand over us, yes, I think. So yeah. one of know, those is Wrexham away, though. I know. Well, our running's terrible. We've got Wrexham, Notts County. You know, it's awful. Um, but I think it's definitely getting down to nitty-gritty for us now, um, which is why the fan base are so upset about not getting a manager in and getting it sorted. What's your gut instinct? Do you stay up? I think we do stay up. I, I think the team we've got is far too good to go down, which doesn't mean anything. But we, we, we need to stay up. The club needs to stay up because we've signed a lot of the players on decent length contracts. Yep. We'll be decent next season when we get going and we have a manager. Who may be John askey that's rumors, that 's the rumours. that he, might be coming he back. may be coming back. he may not be coming back. I would quite welcome him back. a lot of the fan base have said or some of the fan base move on he 's gone they don 't dislike him, they would like him back he 's a great manager, but they 've said you know that that's that ship's sailed let 's move on. I would get him back um but under a decent manager next season and that 's nothing against um mickey morton he 's done he 's done a grand job for us, but he 's not he 's not what I would say a national league manager um get a decent manager in next season with the squad we've got we can mid-table it next season no problem we should be mid-tabling it no problem this season yeah you know? sounds sounds all too familiar we've obviously made a huge improvements under, under Cooper from, from what was under
5: Hargreaves but we are looking over our shoulders quite nervously and I feel like Saturday does represent a huge huge game I hope it's going to be a good game because I'm uh, commentating on it for BBC Somerset but I really hope we manage to find some way of scoring a goal that's all I want some way of scoring a goal Tim thank you very much for Not your a company I'm really, um, really looking forward to Saturday and uh, yeah I hope our work conversations early next week aren't too awkward once we back here. <laughs>
4: yes, thanks very much thanks you very on, much Bye. Bye. you <laughs>
5: Now, here on Glover's Cast, we like to joke that something normally outdates the podcast. However, I wasn't expecting it to be the fact that uh, Tim and I, my colleague, spoke about John Askey potentially being the next York City manager, only for him literally 90 minutes later to be declared as the new Hartlepool manager. So all that John Askey stuff, you can forget that. But the other stuff he said about it being probably a low-scoring game, a 1-0 either way, and the fact that they've got
1: things...
5: Going on in the background at York City and troubles and a community sports trust and a, a supporters trust and things going on and things happening, it all feels rather familiar, doesn't it? It does indeed. I was going to say
3: familiar. thank you, thank you for answering my question. <laughs> I couldn't think who you're talking about. To be honest with you, Ben.
5: <laughs> thank you to my colleague Tim for joining me in the studio at uh, Bluebell HQ earlier on
3: today. So, so what, we, you you started you were in first with the show, I, I was going to say so what, what do
2: we what do we want differently um, about uh Saturday Goals 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 And when Whoa. do we want them Now no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a petition for goals It's <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. like a shit indie band
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry another one Ben oh, Every man. every time I every time I curse I just look at the corner of the screen that bends in, and just see the like oh, disappointment on his <laughs> face. <here>. Just,
5: just,
3: <laughs> Sometimes you can't be PG, in. Ben. You can't be PG all the time. Um, I just, I just want us to try and score some goals. That's yeah. all I want us to do. I just want us to not be the team that York City turn it around against. They are in such bad nick. Mm.
5: Um. As Tim said, they were, they were okay against Boreham Wood, but Boreham Wood weren't any great shakes. Um, in terms of league form, they haven't won since the 7th of January, and that was against bottom of the table Maidstone. They did get through a couple of FA Trophy games, but um, one draw against Boreham Wood, one draw against Gateshead on New Year's Day or the 2nd of January, I think it was for them. And that's it since the turn of the year. I mean, can we can we say six-pointer? Are we allowed to say six-pointer?
2: I've written it in several articles. There's a six-pointer, so yeah. <laughs> it is.
5: I mean, defeat is a huge nail in the coffin. There's no getting about that. Um, there's a lot of football still to be played. There's the- still 33% of the season to go, but...
3: oh. Yeah. Is it a nail in the coffin for our playoff hopes? Uh
2: yeah, I think <laughs> we, we, we going to time. make the
5: playoffs if we
3: lose. Um
2: yeah, we get
5: yeah. Um we are we are only 18 points off to be fair. Um <laughs> six wins. It's six wins, just one good run. How many um, wins have we got all
3: season? It's
0: six. Have
5: we won six games?
0: Yes, we won <laughs> six
5: games. Yeah, good. 14 draws and 10 defeats that are the issue. Um but uh yeah, I, I wouldn't I would I would not want to be looking at the table because the fact that Gates had picked up a win, Torquay and Sconthorpe have both got recent wins. At least one, if not two of those, are gonna get out of that zone and it's who gets dragged in alongside them. Yeah. It's 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 definitely must not lose. It's
3: probably must win. They're all must win, in the words yeah. of Chris Hargreaves. Yeah, but yeah, but now they really are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a bit more must win than now. Dorking in September. Yeah, where it was we played Dorking.
2: <laughs> that that's sh- bloody should have won. <laughs> so, yeah. um,
5: you York do been. have a York do have a terrible home record. They've got the vast majority of their success away. I think they're like second bottom, third bottom. Like if it was just on home games, um, our away form is pretty as well. We are
3: really selling this game.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Do
3: do,
5: yeah, do Why six. should I tune
3: in, Ben? Why should I tune in at the weekend and waste was my I'm Saturday on? afternoon? Oh you're on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Listen to my dulcet tones. Yes. Last time I was on I cried.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Tune in folks to hear if Ben cries again. Didn't <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, well, that
3: be the title? Yeah. Last time I was on I cried.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Can you, just add a, can you just add a little tear
3: to that referee yeah. picture you used? <laughs> <laughs> crying emoji over the face.
2: <laughs> oh, Ben.
3: <laughs> oh, God, we better not lose. Yeah. Sheridan, if you can make Ben cry on Saturday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be Sheridan that'll be making him cry. <laughs> oh dear, it'll be Mark Cooper punching him in the face. <laughs> He's not gonna punch me. Why would he punch me in the face? <laughs>
3: For radio, yeah. yeah, leave the just leave the money maker alone. Yeah, come on.
2: <laughs> the money maker.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs> why is he gonna punch me in the face?
2: Um, why?
3: Let's <laughs> wind you like a like,
5: <laughs> Is Owen Bevan dead back leg. The like... no, come on, football. Is Owen Bevan coming back into the starting lineup, please?
2: I thought I saw Sheridan tweet earlier that he did. He is,
5: he is. Well, yeah, well, we know that. It's suspense is over. Yeah. Do you chuck him back
2: in? Yeah, yeah, of course. Good. Yeah. Thank you very
5: much. Ian, do you, do you chuck him back in? What changes do you make? You can't make five or six.
3: No, I think I think he comes in. I think he's the legs for Staunton.
5: Are you taking Staunton out?
3: No, no. I mean, you keep Staunton in and he, okay. is, he is his legs. <laughs> let him do the running. Let him do the ball carrying out of the fence and let Josh Staunton do the heading. I'm something on one leg Owen oh, bevan on three right brilliant brilliant um <laughs> yeah for me Agbaji um, and <laughs> david david. <laughs> david
2: i was i was gonna ask the question almost, yeah. and i i was gonna ask it leg. i was gonna ask it completely innocently and then i, I heard it in my head <laughs> <Dave. laughs> oh dear anyway
3: his eyes lit up. Oh, there's a joke
2: there. <laughs> oh, no, don't say that one there.
5: Please don't
3: answer uh, that on back third leg.
5: Hey! Um, get it.
3: Agbad, come on, team news. Yeah. and <laughs> record. In
5: terms of think, law?
3: No, I think record. To law, I think. I think you're going back for war. Yeah, I think. Well, oh, record only had a half, didn't he? On Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Please go back for 4 4-3-3. Three, three. Three, three. Then four, you can't three, take out, you know, Cooper, Diath, Worthy, hopefully. Is
5: is there, a, is there an argument for Williams in the midfield there? If those three have now played two very, very tough games, but that midfield three has been through the ringer for two games now, don't really have any other options. Is there an argument that Williams comes in at the base there and lets maybe Diath or Worthington have, have half a game off or an hour off?
3: I don't think when if this game's a six-pointer or must win and we want to get a result, I think if we're going to be aggressive in the middle of the field, Morgan Williams is probably not the player to help That's us a achieve point. that goal. A brilliant, at, brilliant at following around one of the most creative players in the league mm-hmm. and stopping him from playing. But if we want to win, I think we need aces in places. And I'd go with that. And Jordan Maguire drew in there.
2: All three of them, yeah.
3: And I think, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think you've got a, Do you think Linton's going to be in the team? I think, I think he has to. Linton and, um, uh, Jordan Young?
5: Because I think Jordan Young was <laughs> pretty bright. See, naturally, you'd say Oliver Bore because he's made an impact. But actually, I think that's where.
3: I think that's where he, he's coming off. Yeah, at the bench. Yeah,
5: if you've if we've got to a point where we're in the game with an hour gone and our little Bore is coming on, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, Maguire drew. I I I am going Linton, and yeah, probably probably Young, um, Fisher misses yeah. out in that situation there, but
3: yeah, he didn't get anything on the ball, did he? On um, no, it's tough. To,
5: without going all Ruben Reed here, it's tough to judge Alex Fisher at the moment, isn't it? Because <laughs> he's just not seen the football. Um on a couple of occasions where he has, he's been all right. Scored a couple of goals, did not he? Sticking
3: mm-hmm.
5: between the boxes and stuff. So yeah. It's difficult to know what to what to do with him.
3: And obviously Wakefield's injured. Uh George blah, 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 Jack Clark injured. Yeah. He's had trouble all season. Um
5: George Johnson might be back. Mm. And I think if he is back, he goes on the bench because he just offers a little something different, doesn't he?
3: He does. We've got loads of fullbacks now, haven't we? We've got depth all over them.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> we've, we've How we got... coming
5: back. Like, we're... How have we got no depth and yet loads of depth?
3: <laughs> yeah. How
5: is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Difficult, isn't it? Really difficult. Um, I, it might be a case of who's patched up enough Friday afternoon, who travels yeah. well. Who gets off the coach and isn't in pain? <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, and
3: even if you are, how, how much is the pain on the scale of one <laughs> to seven?
2: <laughs> Just don't, don't ask that to those getting off the green and white coach. I don't think. <laughs> You've travelled all the way to York. How much pain are you in? You, know? you paid £20 for a ticket, £21 for a ticket. How much pain are you in? not cheap, that, is it? No.
5: Oh, who have got a new stadium to pay for? Well, yeah. I... A nice
3: Questions? stadium, isn't it? I
5: don't
3: know, not been there yet. It
2: looks pretty nice. Pictures
3: oh, I hope there's like a train theme to it as well. Well, the train station's nowhere near the damn
5: place.
2: Ah, it's miles away, isn't it? I'm <laughs> fully what I aware. Like, liked about York was uh, when they, they played in the old ground, it was walking distance, wasn't it? Well, if you'd gone to you?
3: Maidenhead, you would have been able to get off the Elizabeth line as they talked about how nice it is seeing the train go past during the match. And
2: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> didn't the... Uh, the child commentator go choo choo, or called it a choo choo train, didn't he
3: at one point? <laughs> well he called, they would. I think it was when we were taking a corner, not that you could see from yeah. the camera work, but the players lined up in a line, and he oh, right. called the choo choo train. Right. I think hasn't someone called it the love train when England did it? Right.
5: And all of that stuff. Yeah. Right. I've now got love train. more stuck
3: in my head. People, People are all over the love world. world. <laughs> That's what the sit in protest's gonna be. Um yeah. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm suddenly far more interested. Yeah.
0: Uh
3: have you got Facebook? Are there
2: any yes. I Facebook. Uh, yeah, there are
3: a few on Facebook.
0: Facebook Do you want me to ask
3: the them first? Right well if you're there, I'm on I'm here on Twitter as well.
2: Okay. Hilton Mayston, is the club identity the responsibility of the manager alone? Talking about Mark Cooper's um, interview. Are the conditions of service at present satisfactory when fitness has to be guessed? Question mark. Directors providing a rescue service, protractors for the fans.
5: Someone got a thesaurus for their birthday. I going to say, yeah. Is the, is
2: the club identity. Protractor. Is massive, isn't it? Yeah. I think hmm. it. it yeah, I don't know. Maybe
3: he's talking about, yeah. Angles. looking at They're Angles? Angles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't... The first part is club identity. Yeah. I don't think it should be, but I think in our history, it, it has been. just has been, hasn't it? You know, Gary Johnson was... <laughs> Gary Johnson ran everything. <laughs> yeah. With the support of whoever, but he made things happen. And I think... We're a perfect example of a club that needs an identity, a brand, as lame as that sounds, and sort of achieved by unity means nothing on the bad because... Does overachieve it... by unity mean anything? No, that means even less okay. because it isn't, you know... it. If we were achieving by unity, we'd have had a fans forum in October when we were told we were going to have a fans forum and... <laughs> xyz yeah. you know we don't need to go into all the detail of that but yeah it should it should not be down to the manager to no definitely
2: not no, it yeah. should be about more than that um kenneth Richardson says why do we keep getting defenders instead of a goal scorer maybe because defenders are easier to come by
5: <laughs> and cheaper
2: and cheaper yeah that's probably the uh, the main point Um, Okay. Um, Benjamin Mahoney says, uh, do you feel that the next three home games are make or break for season ticket holders to think about renewing next year? Or are there simply too many other variables to weigh up first, e.g. which division we're in?
3: Uh, Good question. What are the next? um, What are the next fixtures?
2: We've got Uh, Ultrinum at home, I think it's the next home game and then Woking, And then I think we've got Eastleigh the Tuesday after that oh yeah i am
3: i am busy <laughs> oh, yeah. the, next, the next yeah right i got i got as i'm tuesday saturday tuesday like the players oh yeah yeah what
2: are you doing playing
3: no i'm live on bbc somerset dave oh
2: i see <laughs> right okay i thought you meant you were busy as in you weren't uh you weren't going because you were busy oh no i'm else?
3: busy because i'm going ah um, how's your match <laughs> fitness are you okay have you got a physio okay, to recover? No. Uh, no, can Bill no.
2: doors come round and, uh, <laughs> and rub your vocal cords or something? Uh, no, I
3: think I'm no, all right. probably don't need that, no. Um, um, trick.
2: It's...
3: Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Will um, it... big it, is, is, is I think yeah. it's a bigger picture than these three games, isn't it?
5: <laughs> but I think the point about season ticket holders is actually... Right, because after that, you've then got three away games just for Barnett-Halifax. So from the 7th to the 25th, by the time we finish HD Eastley, the next three games, you'll then have six fixtures on top of that. So seven games, basically, you're then looking at and you're then into late March, early April and thinking, we'll know a lot more about what's going to happen. And so actually the answer is, I think, yes, really is. And that's when, you know, you think, get a good result against York and you can get into Altium with a bit of momentum and you kind of have to show something, even if you don't necessarily get all the results. I don't fancy us to get much against Woking and we all know that Jake Scrimshaw is going to score the winner very easily.
2: Um, <laughs> or Alfie Lloyd.
5: Or yeah, 2-0 win. Um, so, yeah, uh, in terms of intent, uh, attacking performances and things like that. Yeah, Absolutely. And you think we'll know a lot more, not just about on, but off the pitch as well. It's a good question. And I think the answer is yeah, big time.
2: Yeah.
3: I do think the off the the off the pitch stuff at this stage is so, yeah. so, so much bigger in that. If something happens in the next two weeks or in between any of those fixtures where it's confirmed and it happens and there's a meeting and everyone gets a meet the new group and all that happens that lift
5: yeah so that's what so, so you get the lift uh, and then you have two home games let's say working in Eastley yeah you stick a ticket offer on one of them you stick a number of people inside the ground and then suddenly you're selling the club suddenly you are selling the team to the fans so if you let's say uh york happens comes and goes you magic happens pixies land from mars and we have a new owner
3: Ultimate Woking. Pixies yeah. from Mars. Martian Pixies invade yeah. planet Earth and they, yeah. they, they make the change happen at Correct. Yorkstown.
2: That's what the it Martian
3: means. Pixies
5: Martian will then put have three home games before basically two and a bit weeks off to be that immediate bounce.
2: Bouncing Martian Pixies have landed. Yeah.
3: My, that sounds like a better indie band.
2: Yeah. Bouncing Martian <laughs> Pixies. Could be a title, that. It's, mm. a, it's a good point.
3: Anything else? on? Yeah, it is, Ben. Of course it is. Yeah. Anything else on Facebook?
2: I made it. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing else on Facebook, no.
3: Okay. Uh, Liam underscore YCFC says, with Scrimshaw scoring for Eastleigh, do you think he deserved more of a proper chance for us considering we paid a fee?
2: We'll never know. No, we will never know. But uh, I think we said repeatedly when he was here, why isn't he being given a chance to show more of what he did and and I'm not suggesting for a second that that necessarily because because let's be honest what we saw wasn't that impressive but equally I think it's very hard to harsh to judge someone on a sort of broken 20 minutes at the end of a game and um whatever yeah I think
3: I saw him come got. off the bench twice <laughs> yeah. and that was it like yeah, yeah I think he you know Maybe he deserved a chance, but we yeah. never saw training. We don't know how he was feeling. We don't know any, anything about that whole situation. So, It's yeah. worth noting
5: as well that his goal for Eastley was a tap-in from three yards to an open goal where the game already won.
3: Yeah.
5: The goal where he takes seven players on against us in a couple of weeks' time and sticks from the top bins from 35 yards, then we can be angry we didn't give him more of a chance.
3: Okay. Agreed. Uh, Former Glover's Cascals champion Rob Manley asks, all the off-field stuff is really crap, but do (laughs) do you agree that the players need to look at themselves for the performances we're turning out? Two points from six from Maidstone, one point from six from Maidenhead and Scunthorpe. It's simply not good enough, is it?
2: I, I quite agree with him. It's not good enough, and 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 I do think they need to look at themselves. And I do also think, um, from what I can tell, about a lot of um, a, a lot of them. Having seen players play for this club who clearly did not want to be there, I don't think there's too many in that that squad that I think they don't want to be here. They're mm. not. They're, they're they're not bothered. Um, and we've mentioned about all the well obviously all the crap that's going on and no physio and all those kind of things i think they've got a lot of excuses but i also think that they will be looking at themselves and thinking that's not good enough and let's be honest um lawson diaz came out afterwards and said after maidenhead and said that's not good enough mark cooper came out and said we know we collectively know that's not good enough so um yes i i i would agree that um they do Just a point on that, by the way,
5: it would have been very easy for Mark Cooper to say to to Sam and to Sheridan, no player today. You're not getting a player after that. But no, one of them stood up and gone, Okay, you're asking me to do it. Either he stood up and put his hand up and said, I'll do it, or he's been asked to do it. And he's gone, yeah, I'll go out there and I'll be honest. How many times have we seen managers protect players by saying not today? Just you can talk to me for a few minutes, but that's it's done. How eloquent is Malachi Linton, by the way? There's a really enjoyable four minutes of conversation he had with Sheridan. Sheridan again, a lot of honesty, but a lot of we're just going to get on with this. Let's go out. And the, the, he said, Winning cures all, and I thought, Yeah, it I mean, does, doesn't it? It does. So let's do a little bit more of it.
3: Get on and so- bloody win, then Malachi.
5: <laughs> get, on, get on with it, then. I think you stopping you, mate. Um, yeah, um, he 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 continues to impress me in the way he conducts himself in that in that public environment i know it's short little snippets but a couple of times we've had him after games and stuff such a nice guy
2: very polite young man isn't he i like it <sighs> i want to go on i, I want to hear Vern, burn <laughs> give uh, give malachi a pep talk <laughs> it <laughs> would be just like that would I? uh
3: well, so- there
2: it is <laughs>
3: thanks to uh, Sheridan for answering Robin Batchelor's question on Jack Clark and Charlie Wakefield um, Debs Curtis asks how many potential takeovers have we had during Scott Priestnell's reign and do you think there is actually one happening or are we being told things to keep us quiet
5: well if we've been, if we've been told things to keep us quiet there's not a lot of being <laughs> quiet going on I is was there?
2: Gonna say, it's not really doing the trick is it
5: maybe we want to unuse that mute button because there's a lot of noise yeah. The Lord of shouting.
3: Unuse that mute button. Yeah. <laughs> I, I speak for a living.
2: Yeah, exactly.
5: I say words in some sort of succinct order and a company pays me for the privilege. What is that all about? One day they're gonna figure out.
3: Just want to clarify that is not the glovers cast.
2: Yeah, we
3: don't we don't pay him words.
2: <laughs> um, I think the answer is three, isn't it? As far as takeovers. Simul, Helia, and this one? It's, what is this one? Yeah. Whatever this is. is. This Whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> the marching pixies. Yeah. Well, I had names. Yeah. Yeah. Bouncing marching
3: pixies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not keeping us quiet. I think there is one happening because we had an announcement that a group had entered into exclusivity. That's one thing that we never had on the Simmel deal from the club was that they said this was happening. No. Um. So, yeah. Uh oh, here is Robin. Uh, is there a plan for Max Evans' development, or will he be released at the end of the season? I think that's a question for Mark Cooper.
2: Yeah, I mean, is he is he still injured? No, he's Obviously, back in he training. Right. Surprised he hasn't got out on loan somewhere because he yeah, was uh, where was it Larkhall? We he went. He went to uh,
5: Larko, I thought was a couple of tiers below where he probably is is meant to be. Um, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't gone somewhere. National League Southish. I mean, we've seen so little of him as well, but what we have seen of him has been impressive. Yeah.
2: He was brilliant. That game, in that that, remember, game. you're gonna say, remember in that last game of the season, last season. He
5: he had a couple of moments in the SNPC, I seem to recall as well. I just yeah, I, I'm a bit surprised that he hasn't gone out and got somewhere a little bit more. Um maybe he will. Maybe he will.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go with Chris Fox. What do you think Mr. Robbins will talk about tomorrow? Hopefully bouncing Martian Pixies.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think I think he will talk about whatever he's asked about.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I,
2: ima- I imagine he'll be asked, uh, what else is going on, Stuart? What Gibbs, man? How's your how's <laughs> your, your physio qualification you coming days? on, Stuart? How's it?
5: How's the physiotherapy qualification coming <laughs> along, Stuart? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Do you smell permanently of deep heat?
5: Oh, those smelling salts were the best. You know, the little, there was a little brown glass smelling salt. They were like a brown glass.
2: Not sure you can talk about them, Ben.
5: And you just <laughs> them the your nose. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the crystal method.
2: But the one you rubbed on your guns.
5: There, there, will be, there will be people who have spent time inside football changing rooms who know what the smell is. I thought you were just
2: going to finish. <laughs> <scent> <laughs> there. people <laughs> who spent time inside who would know what crystal method. <laughs>
5: Come on, other football players tell idiots <laughs> about the smelling salts.
2: Okay. I've never
3: I've I've played football, Ben. I've never had smelling salts before <laughs> yeah, smelling
2: salts. Ben's gonna need smelling salts when Mark Cooper punches me in oh, the way. For God's sake. <laughs> Sheridan, pack the smelling salts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if BBC Somerset can put them in the chipbox.
2: <laughs>
5: Oh dear! So okay, because the, uh, the 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 uh, the physio. Ha- oh no, wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, the physio will be there to look after
3: me. St John's <laughs> ambulance might be. Yeah. Um. And Dexter Tyson, back with a, a banger of a question. If you were lucky enough to get a seat on a NASA rocket to the moon, <laughs> which ready meal would you take? Which drink and what music, artist or album would you listen to once in space?
2: Well, it's got to be "Space Oddity" by uh, David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Just pick a particular track. Yeah, ready meal. I'm a fan of a, of a of a, um, a good quality fish pie. I have to say, you can get a good quality like you know Tesco finest. You get a fish pie with a, you know some prawns in it, that kind of thing, or Atlantic pie. I think they call it. I like. You're not a seafood fan.
3: <sighs> not, hey? not really. Not in a pie.
2: No, I, I quite well, like it. So many pie. other things to put in yeah, a
3: pie. I need a cow or a chicken in a
2: pie. Mm. <laughs> or a chicken in a pie, <laughs> and a drink. Uh... Lilt. Yeah. It's a totally <laughs> tropical day. No, probably a pineapple and grapefruit Fanta. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I'll see what you did there.
2: Yeah. Very good. The cat's done nothing wrong.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a curry. Yeah. Um, always play it safe for a curry drink, thatchers, sponsorship options are available. And what a music artist, what music artist or album? It's going to be Led Zeppelin, I think. Although I've been listening to a lot of pop punk lately, so maybe we'll go down the Blink 182, some 41 route. Some 41. Ben?
1: Oh, ben
5: sorry. Jamal? Um, I'd like a chili con carne please. I would like a Lucozade Alert Cherry Blast.
2: Oh, that's mm. one of them. Mm. Oh, so Very awesome. nice.
5: Play this. Um, and music to listen to. I I don't really...
2: Ben would li- listen to this podcast. I, <laughs> I, I, I would
5: absolutely not listen to this podcast.
2: Um, There's say... your sales pitch, folks. <laughs> Put that at the end of every episode. <laughs> I would not listen to this podcast. <laughs>
3: But in the start of every episode. <laughs> Absolute
5: plebs. <laughs> oh right. Um, I would listen to, and I'm just going to put this number out in there now. 47, please.
2: That, that's what I call music. Now mm-hmm. that's what I call music
3: 47. I've no idea who's on the playlist. Uh I'll find I'll find out just while we're here. Uh Rock DJ, Robbie Williams. Great tune. Life <laughs> is a roller coaster, Ronan Keating, how appropriate. Uh, <laughs> it's my life bon jovi oh tune oh, that a banger, that. Uh, the soundtrack to three valleys radio beautiful day by you <laughs> um babylon david gray uh seven days craig david i've got to say ben i think you've picked this is a banger
5: <laughs> this <laughs> is a banger
3: that's all on that's all on disc one on disc two on a night like oh. this but kylie minogue oh, i'm over you martin mccutcheon um, Billy Piper, A Walk of Life, one of her lesser-known tracks. Uh, <laughs> Melanie C, I Turn On You. Uh, Sky by Sonique. Oh, here we go. Turncraft, 400. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: That's what Ben's going up to.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> imagine imagine yeah. bumping into the Martians from Mars on the way this way. The Bouncing Martians from Mars. And give them some of that. <laughs>
2: brilliant right elon it if you're
3: listening guys. get him in a spacex there's there's this i'm just i just want to listen to now 47 now if i'm totally honest
2: <laughs> right
3: <laughs> banger after banger right enjoy york gents will do looking forward to hearing the uh post-match analysis <laughs> and seeing ben's black eye
0: and with a quick turn skipper alex docks slams it in